Hello and welcome to another episode of the Startup Operator Roundup. I'm Roshan Karepa. And I'm Gunjan Saha. And together we'll be breaking down the biggest headlines from India's startup ecosystem. Now, last week had a lot of interesting developments with this deployment of the world's first space manufacturing unit. Right, this is done by the by a startup called Varda Space Industries. Along with that, last week the Advertising Standards Council of India has released guidelines to tackle the problems of dark patterns and promote transparency in digital advertising. Uh, the Indian government has also denied accusations of raiding Twitter employees' homes and shutting down offices in the country, as Jack Dorsey made these claims in an interview. And well, it looks like there's a tough time for short uh, video platform Tiki, which had you know uh, started in 2020, I guess. Uh, they announced that they'll be shutting shop later in July, and uh, they're citing reasons of monetization challenges and competition as reasons. So a lot of interesting topics. Let's deep dive into this and see what we can learn from them. Roshan, but before we begin, Bangalore is getting crazily hot. So what are you doing to stay cool? Yeah, it is getting warmer. I mean, uh, I'm trying to do everything legally, ethically, morally <laughs> possible to cool my heels. But yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll have some showers uh, soon enough and uh, like regular showers. I mean, and uh, things will cool down. But uh, it seems like the startup activity is heating up. Huh? Okay, but before we begin, last week Djokovic won his 23rd Grand Slam. I mean, that's that's such a amazing feat. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, 23 Grand Slams. If you told me this, you know. Maybe even five years ago, seven years ago, I would think that uh, you know you're probably a bit ambitious uh, with the numbers. But uh, what an era of tennis that we're witnessing, you know, um, Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, uh, and yeah, I mean, sorry, Federer fans, sorry, <laughs> Nadal fans. I think he is the goat. Uh, you may have your favorites, of course, right? But the best something has to be an objective measure, right? I mean, 23 Grand Slams. Uh, puts him uh, above the rest for sure uh, right and and yeah even in other sports whether it's tendulkar whether it is uh, jordan uh, or phelps or whatever right i mean there is an objective measure to that so yeah fantastic stuff and uh, a lesson for all of us to learn from as well right i keep saying that we have to go long and let our you know learnings compound and also be fit enough for newer challenges every year and uh, yeah djokovic has done exactly that i mean he's well past his uh, you know 35 36 uh, and he's still playing at uh, his prime and he may even play another couple of years as well right so yeah fantastic stuff sounds like you're a hardcore jokovic fan i'm actually a federer fan you know i'm actually a federer fan but you know i i i i have no problem admitting that jokovic is the goat yeah well uh, talking about things going above this a company that is literally building a factory above everyone else mm. that's in outer space nice segue <laughs> uh varda space industries is aiming to produce materials in space that cannot be made on earth or can be made faster and with higher quality in microgravity the company's first satellite w series 1 was recently launched into orbit and its first mission will focus on researching in space development for a drug that is used to treat hiv and covid-19 varda has also signed an agreement with the us air force to conduct hypersonic test flights for reentry vehicles i think it was only in science fiction comics or movies that you know we saw the space manufacturing units which used to help in interstellar explorations and right now is becoming a reality yeah see i mean you know there's been a criticism of startups uh, for a long time that you know money goes into frivolous solutions very very first world kind of uh, problems and what not right 
but i've always believed that uh, you know if you if you play this out to any length of time the money will find itself into deep tech into core science uh, engineering and so on and then that's what is really happening you know and of course wada was uh, incubated by uh, the founders fund right uh, which is you know peter thiel's 6 billion dollar uh, fund for startups and uh, they've done uh, re- really well you know they've got a bunch of spacex folks and and so on together uh, to really research and build stuff out right so i'm actually very excited and this is a pioneering innovation and which is why we're covering it uh, on this roundup you know even though they're not an indian startup per se but i'm sure that you know we can take a leaf out of their book and we have our own uh, startups right uh, uh, skyroad pixel agnicol all of these folks and they're trying to do uh, amazing stuff as well so yeah i mean the space race is going to heat yeah. up again i suppose okay so um, last week there was a very interesting interview with the former ceo and founder of twitter jack dorsey right and in that interview he really called out the indian government for the way it quote unquote misused its power right jack dorsey claimed that the indian government raided the homes of twitter india employees shut down its offices in india and even asked even asked twitter to block a lot of handles that you know were not let's say speaking in favor of the government right but uh, to that the union minister of it rajesh chandrashekhar has denied all these claims and stated that the government was only looking for compliance with indian laws now what do, what do you make of this twitter has been engaged in several lawsuits with the country and um, yeah what do you make of this so twitter has this tendency uh, or rather at least had this tendency to function as a sort of a supranational entity for a while right i mean which is that they are above all these laws and regulations right they are a sovereign unto themselves but oddly i mean if it's europe or if it's other parts of the west right i mean us and so on um they they can comply with the their laws but they have a problem complying with the, our laws with the laws of nigeria or brazil or wherever else right and that's a problem that's a real problem so it's a bit rich for jack to say these things i mean he tries to come off as this aushaks uh, boy genius hippie kinds uh, who is just out to save the world a champion of the liberal order and so on right but uh, as the twitter files uh, revealed uh you know he is he is not that right i mean he has his preferences as everyone does of course right but uh, he has used his powers as well to favor one one side over the other we remember that uh, twitter suppressed that whole ny post story on hunter biden's laptop uh, right as it suited them then there were other cases where they published or they or they allowed uh you know publishing uh, donald trump's filings right um, so they have played favorites uh, and also they have complied with legal requests from the us uh, lawmakers right so why should they not comply with the request from the indian lawmakers uh, and especially in in terms of misinformation uh, false uh, accusations and so on right i mean so what minister uh, chandrashekhar has said is that uh, you know twitter was in violation of uh, article 14 uh, which is right to equality and article 19 which is a uh, right to freedom of speech between 2020 to 2022 uh several times right and and that's what the government has brought up uh, and uh, filed a claim saying that hey you can't be this way right in fact i mean one of the first things that elon musk said when he took over was that they will comply with the laws and regulations of a particular country you know he he's doing that with turkey for instance right turkish uh, government has asked him to take down stuff and he is complying with that because obviously 
companies as most companies do have to comply with uh, laws and regulation right irrespective of governments right now whether it is one government or the other and there is just so much of opacity around uh, the way these uh, social platforms you know function whether it is you know what kind of uh, news or information they favor or how they deplatform people how they are able to ban block people at random without any recourse and so on right so it's just a little absurd for jack to you know come out of the wilderness and talk about these things uh, right but it's a good response i really liked uh, mr chandrashekar's uh, response i think it was firm and all of this is a reminder that we need to put our interests first you know it's funny and interesting that the economist came out with a couple of articles on india and you know its relation with the us i mean one of the one of the covers of the economist had uh, president uh, biden Uh, petting a tiger right saying that you know india is not a you know not a reliable ally or something of that sort we've graduated in some way from you know snake charmers uh, <laughs> flying carpets uh, cows and what not to now being a, called a tiger at least right uh, in some way yeah and there was this other interview of uh, dr jay shankar our external affairs minister and uh, uh, they seem to be you know surprised that uh, india is putting its own interests uh, ahead of uh, you know uh, ahead of the us right uh, seems uh, remarkable to me why anyone would uh, be surprised about that but uh, yeah uh, it's interesting you know geopolitics uh, is starting to impact every particular thing uh, in current affairs and yeah we should all like be apprised of it i suppose okay but closer home uh, social media platforms that seem to be kind of struggling uh, last week tiki announced that they'll be shutting down operations effective june 28 due to the recent challenges faced by the tech industry Tiki will delete all user data from its servers in India and Singapore after the shutdown. Tiki has managed more than 100 million downloads on Google Play Store and was ranked among the top 30 grossing apps on the Google Play Store in India. But it's not only Tiki, multiple short video platforms have shuttered operations, most recently including the likes of Bigo Live, WeChat, Hello and Likey. And not only Tiki, the likes of ShareChat and Chingari have also seen their founders quit. Then Trell's biggest backer Sequoia exited in february 2023 at a ma- at a staggering 78% loss so we're kind of now seeing that all the hype which we saw in 2020 2021 about the short video platform the whole influencer economy what does this mean for them well i mean a lot of these apps benefited from the indian government banning chinese apps right i mean predominantly tiktok uh whether it was uh, moj of share chat or some of the others you mentioned short video content obviously all of us love you know shorts and reels and all of those things lesser said the better about this doom scrolling uh, habit that all of us have picked up but uh, uh, it, it is a great format but you know where is the monetization that is a key part right because you know they may have reach they may have decent engagement but uh, how will they turn over a, a buck right 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 now at this point it's still advertising Uh, or it's still some kind of uh, you know digital swag and so on and so forth right all of that hasn't really borne out at scale you know for any of these uh, even at the even at a global level it hasn't right and so yeah i mean you're going to see all kinds of problems uh, you know because uh, you know 2021 when there was enough liquidity in the market nobody bothered about uh, these things right everyone went for growth uh, now when the questions are being asked about profitability about sustainable growth um this is when you know um, some of these more unproven business models will break you know uh, because you don't have the time uh, you don't have the money in the bank to sort of continue experimenting and iterating right 
so so it's going to be a hard time for all of these consumers but what about use cases because something that's coming to my mind is hey this short video platforms or influencer uh circles would be great at pushing let's say e-commerce sales let's look at what companies like nike companies like amazon is doing so i mean on paper it at least kind of makes sense to you know use influencers to promote a product no it does it does but it's a bit of a pareto principle right i mean if you look at the kind of money that these influencers make the top 5% or whatever will make pretty much everything you know uh and also i mean the the amount of money that these folks will have to make to justify their valuations is is insane right share chat uh, was i think a unicorn yeah. right i think they're probably less than that right now founders have moved on apparently but uh, yeah it's a, it's a, just an insane amount of uh, money that they have to make and how will they make that through these uh, you know through taking a cut from these influencers i mean it it'll be hard right or even brands mm-hmm. uh, for that matter uh but yeah i mean influencers brands uh these will sell through social media right this whole phenomena of social commerce is valid uh right people do buy from references people do buy from people they trust and so on uh right but just that there isn't as much money in the market right now that um, you know all of these folks will get paid you know i mean sponsorship opportunities surely have dried up for all of these uh, content creators and so on right mm-hmm. so so yeah it it's a uh, interesting interesting time for all of these consumer apps uh, in this leg of the journey and i think the folks who will weather this storm right the folks who will last the next 2 5 10 years i think they stand to be, uh, you know win big let's see how everything uh, plays out okay so for the talk of the town section is a very interesting tweet which bijul somaya who is a partner at lightspeed ventures put out india is not for the faint hearted but worth it right and he goes on to put out a letter on twitter so uh in his post he is outlining where india was a decade ago and where india will be for roshan what were your takeaways from see he definitely makes a very valid point and lightspeed has been investing in india i think since 2007 or 2008 uh right and uh, the ecosystem has definitely grown right i mean the digital public infrastructure that we have is unparalleled we're going to touch about 900 million uh, internet uh, users uh, by about 2025 i think now all these are phenomenal numbers and these numbers enable massive massive opportunities right no doubt about it at all right i mean and uh, lately we are also seeing a lot of policy tailwinds also whether it is the fame subsidies in the case of uh, you know ev or pli in the case of manufacturing and and so on and and of course i mean you've seen a bunch of uh, very forward looking regulation from sebi and rbi and so on right i mean on the fintech front um but you know it's a it's a market that uh, is interesting right i mean if you look at the large exits that vcs have gotten in india i can think of flipkart what else you know there isn't another similar exit that uh, in venture investors have got in india you know because we're still we're still young as an ecosystem and that's the truth of it right and so it will require time and patience and maturity for us um to give those kind of returns you know um i've seen exits of a few hundred million dollars maybe a billion dollars but nothing beyond that right and and you saw what happened on the ipo market as well right a bunch of these folks listed and you know their stocks have taken a battering right so we are still learning all of that i mean uh, these folks who are listed again will learn how to operate a publicly traded company uh right and the next w- iteration and the next version of that 
they they will be far better right so yeah i mean i buy his entire premise and point that you know india deserves patience it's not for the faint hearted right you can't just uh, dip your toes in here uh, you know and get a sense of it get a feel for it right you really have to immerse yourself and and yeah i mean uh, with sequoia as well right i mean uh, it shows a commitment to india and southeast asia uh, they have a 2.8 billion dollar fund focused uh, here uh, and they're in it for the long term yeah. yeah so india is going to be a very exciting place uh, in the next 10 years you know uh, the amount of innovation the amount of entrepreneurship that's going to happen so i'm really positive about it Well if you want to be updated more about positive stories from Indian startup ecosystem uh please do check out our the startup operator podcast if you enjoy the show please share it with other people who you think will like it and yeah until then keep supporting us and we'll see you again in the next episode take see you care guys.